on this episode of Stone Philosophy Podcast. We got the opportunity to rap with the one and only world famous Fred Johnson. We're sitting down with one of Hollywood's OG casting directors away from the cameras for a look at the industry post Instagram. This episode is brought to you by Novin Audio. From concert to compact, Novin Audio brings you custom audio sound for any of your production needs. NovinAudio.com for more information. This episode is also brought to you by BBS Media. Photo Flash Focus Record. BBS Media is the industry standard for all your multimedia projects. Also, a big shout out to Dan, Brian, and Adam from the band Dominant Gang, who happen to be jamming out next door. You can hear them in this episode or online at D O M M E N G A N G. People who are listeners, go ahead and state your name, gangster. Fred Johnson. Federico. What's up? Federico. So, like, who are you and what do you do? Um, who I am is just, um, you know, a man, you know, um, you know, a man of wisdom. You know, that's who I am. Word. And then what I do, you know, is um, I'm a businessman, so I make money. And the business I make money at is casting, mostly. Um, I started out as a DJ, and started promoting clubs. Then um, one of my boys was like, so I had all the girls at the clubs, because I was a popular hey. DJ, you know? So. No. And I had this book of like, all oh, these hot girls, like in this book, it was before texting, you know? So mm. Whoa, like, before call. texting. We had, wow. like, to call. Like, we had, we had to... a club up on Sunset Boulevard, and we had to fly that shit. So, hey. Like, so, um, what club was that? It was called Dublin. It was called uh, Carlos and Charlie's back then. It became okay. Dublin. Dublin and Dublin. Word. So it was called Carlos and Charlie's then. So um, and then I had a night there, and um, I'd have to call like hundreds of girls over the phone, you know, like or I forgot what device we had, like maybe, two ways. Yeah, something and, like. But two it, ways. It was hard though. It was like. Is that a pager? You had to really want to get at somebody <laughs> yeah. to come to the spot. Because yeah. remember, the two ways you could just like beam somebody your info. Right, exactly. So like that was actually kind of convenient. But if you had to call people and they had to be home, you really wanted to go to that place. Right, right. Yeah. Rough. Right. And so then one of my boys was like, man, you should, um, video was starting to get big. My boy was like, man, you should open a casting company. Uh-oh. I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So we went to Kinko's and like just printed up some cars. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had this company called Two Jakes Casting. And then... Um, two Jakes? Cousin, yeah, Two Jakes. <laughs> does that like have any significance or...? It does. It's like, it has a kind of little spiritual thing to it because okay. like, you know, at the time, like I was teaching with the, um, like I was teaching like, you know, some, some biblical stuff. And, um, and so like, we were like, use the word Jacob, you know what I mean? So like, Jakes. So like Jacob, gotcha, Jacob. Gotcha, like gotcha, trying gotcha. to put the word Jacob. We took Jacob from the Bible as kind of a, um, as a position of strength, you know, Jacob mm. in Israel, you know? Word. And then uh, we called ourselves two Jakes. So that was our, I'm mad at it. At all. Wink, you know? I'm mad at that. <laughs> at all. Yeah. It's pretty groovy. Thanks. And so then um, we got a little job, you know, like a guy for like, got Bumpy the Buff, something like that. And then my cousin Carl Payne, Got a job um, directing a music video 
for my boy Paul Stewart's artist named Montel Jordan, right? Oh, I might have heard of him. This I think I heard of him. Hey, that guy. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think I heard a couple, couple of songs. Like, well, maybe we need some girls. Call Fred, right? And Word. so like, I was like, hey, you want to be in a video? And they were like, yeah. And so then we did that video. Like, it won an award. It won like an MTV award or something. Oh, And it was awesome. on after that. <laughs> yeah. And then Ja Rule did Holla Holla. And then like he went to Brazil, had all these hot chicks, and then like everyone was like, "Oh man, we need hot chicks in our video. Who got all the girls? Fred." Wow. And so then I just made a career from there. I was like, I mean, it was like. So oh, it's thanks to you that we have all these bad bitches in video. Thank you, That's Fred. Part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. Thank, thank you, you, Fred. My bad. My bad. Thank you. No, bad. I'm not mad at you. I'm not My mad bad. at you. I My love bad. those videos. Yeah, like, but for that reason. a lot of people's careers. I put a lot of people on in the beginning. Like yeah, you did. Their first jobs. And now they're like Instagram stars, so it's like, you know, it's a lot of, um, you know, people owe me a lot. And, um, does anybody, does anybody ever like show love though, or they just like fuck it? We got Instagram now. We don't need Fred. We don't need an agent anymore. Cause you know how it is. But I mean, a lot, you know, and um, it's like you can't keep a star from shining though. So like, not at all. Is like, um, if I've helped someone, you know, achieve their dreams, I've done my job, you know, like karmatically, you know, I've done, I've done the right thing, you know what I mean? So that's deep. No hate. Yeah. No that's, hate. I I don't know a lot of people <laughs> like that. Well, I mean, you think about it, it was you know, you you started in a different. What time. you gonna do? I mean, they know. I mean, they you know, they don't shout me out. No, they should. You know, mm. like, and when I ask for something, they should hop on right away. You know, some of them do, but some of them are like. Yeah, they get a little Hollywood on me. I just smile because I've seen them coming though. Mm, that's real. Perfect place. Like, what are some of the misconceptions about this industry that everybody wants to be in it, but only a few really know how to really succeed in it? Like, what are some of the misconceptions you deal with all the time? Man? I'll answer the question like in a positive way. Like, <laughs> when I'm doing, you know, like what I'm doing now is like um, I'm. Um, bridging the gap between, like, I work in Hollywood. Word. Like, uh, I don't work in uh, urban, I don't work in social media. Like, I actually work in Hollywood. I do commercials for, like, Cartier, for hey. Subway, you know, for Dave & Buster's, you know, for T-Mobile, like, for me, for these, for, for Korea. Clients. For these, I mean, I do real things. I, yeah. do, I did a film for, with Kevin Hart, you know, mm. I work on Kevin Hart's, I work at Paramount, you know, I work at Warner Brothers, hey. you know, like, I work in Hollywood. And one of the only plug, black Shams men who was a casting director in Hollywood. Who's not I don't do the club things and like you know, I'm not hiring girls that you know to host clubs or, you know, I'm not um that has a shelf life. I, I, I gave life. that up. You know what I mean? I passed that off to people that who do that very well. That's yeah. their lane now. Yeah. So I've you know, I've given opportunities to people underneath me to have a lane, you know? And so um but um the Instagram people they have no extra strategy. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna like um, get your own clothing line? Are you going to like get on the reality show? You know, like, are you going to like marry like an athlete or are you gonna like what's your, what's your extra strategy like? Because soon attention spans are weird. You know, like you really have to have a way out. And we in Hollywood, we don't know about these people. Like, I know about them, but like, like the um, the people that work in commercial and film, they don't even really know about these yeah. people that hmm. are popping on Instagram. They have no idea who these people are. Yeah. Unless they're like <laughs> to the point where they're represented by CAA or Demi Me, where they mm -hmm. they're getting promoted or getting sold to. The they're getting actively sold to people. Yeah. So I saw a lane for myself. All right, cool. Let me show you how to get over into Hollywood because I've been yeah. doing it for you know 
15, 20 years. Like, they, they don't know. know what it is. So when they get it, when they get into it, you know, I mean, they either, I mean, especially now, they have a lane. They can either go, I can just promote myself and just kind of see how this works, or I try to get get in with this agent, this agency. I mean, it's really hard. So I mean, what 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 can you tell people if they want to take it serious as opposed to the instant gratification? Well, um, if you want to do commercials, you should have a commercial agent, right? Uh, like which commercial, so what commercial agent should I be at, right? Mm -hmm. So then that's another question because commercials don't just hire one type of people. Like they hire a true. myriad true, types true, of people. Sure. Sometimes they want skateboarders. Sometimes they want athletes. You know, sometimes they want, you know, supermodels. You know, sometimes they want a regular person. So like, um, so where do you fit into that puzzle? Like as a, just as a one actor, you know? Yeah. So you have to go like, all right, well, I want an agent, but what agency should I be at? So you have to be an agent that has the people that, um, you have to be at the store where we're looking for. Like, I don't go to Home Depot to buy a pair of jeans. So I'm looking, for, I'm looking for the skateboarders, I know what agency to go to. If I'm looking yeah. for the hot black chicks, I know where they are. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. where the models are. Mm -hmm. So you have to be at that agency where we're looking for you, or we will never even find you. Yeah. Like, like, how can we find you? Exactly. Like we're not, you know. And if everybody doesn't have your Instagram page, or if that's how you d decide to put yourself out, you kind of like you're just dead in the water. You're setting yourself up to be a store, you know, and that's a cool thing. But like, what's your product? Like, what are you selling? Then how do you sell it? Trips to Dubai, my G. Come on. <laughs> how have you seen the industry like change with the coming of Instagram as far as? people marketing themselves. You spoke about like what's your exit strategy and it all seemed to be wrapped around in the personal. What kind of effect does that have? I think it's uh, I think it's diluted um, the industry and it's drawn uh, the budgets down. So in other words, like now where I would be able to get like, you know, $5,000 for like a lead girl for a music video, mm. now I can only get like 300 because mm. girls would do it for Damn. free because yeah. they want to be popping. You know what I mean? Like girls will pay to come out here to do it. Like, girls like, I'll fly myself in. Please, I just want to be on TV because, like, this is one of, like, the first generations I've witnessed that their main goal is to be famous. Huh. And, yeah. Famous. Like, I want to, that's their goal. So it's like, how can I be famous? Like, I don't need the money because I can get money over here, you know, doing that. I just want to be famous, you know, so. And they caught a lane with social media it's been working, but it diluted the um, the casting game, you know, um, with respect to music video, of course. But commercial, it hasn't really affected it at all because um, these people don't know how to get into commercials. Hmm. So it's still kind of like fair game for the people who decide to promote themselves without the thoughting. Without the without uh, the thoughting. Without the thoughting, because you have to make a decision. Like, do I want to thought or do I want to like really do thotting. this? Do I really want to do this for real? You know, so they have to cross over eventually. I mean, like, I mean, I get um, some people that you know I know respect. I'm helping them out. It's like you know, I can teach you how to get over into like. Let them know, Fred. Let them know. Hit me going like, oh, I'm tired. Like, I, I want now. I want to do commercials. Like, I don't want to gargle them anymore. I want to like, like crossing into mainstream. Like you know, son. and I stayed in mainstream. I never didn't. You know. Yeah. yeah I just stayed in mainstream. Like. Trust. Well, I mean, well, that's where the that's where the consistent yeah. stuff is. Anytime you jump into like genre, you kind of like cut your 
cut your workload down tremendously, especially if you're trying to do it like and get them other clients, you know, the full gamut. But I mean, like, all right, so a lot of people, I mean, you've been doing casting for like a minute. Um, how many people know that you've been into like music? Like, I mean, music's been a big part of, of what you do as well. Like, shed some light to the people who don't know. I mean, that's my, you know, I got into the game DJing. You know, it's kind of like, I was DJing in D.C. a lot. I'm from D.C. Hey. And then, um, then I started doing some things in New York. And then um, I came out here to visit, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's, then, how um, yeah. then, so <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. I came visit. Every time. It's crazy. Every time. I was like, wow. Like, really? And then by, by the time I moved out here, like, I was already known a little bit. So I started DJing a little bit out here. And then I was like, man, you know, these people are coming to see my music. So I started, like, promoting because there's more money at the door. Mm-hmm. And then started getting some power. And then, then you could flex that power in Hollywood a little bit, you know? Yeah. I've done this. I've rocked this party. I know these people. What? And then you Hollywood. get a hot spot. Then, all, then that draws all the cute girls want to come there because it's hot. Of course. And then guess what? Now you know, every, you know. And now like, you yeah. are number one money maker. <laughs> Everybody knows. I just figured it out first, you know. There you yeah. go. <laughs> like any, I caught that gravy train, like all those million early. dollar videos, Diddy. Pave like, the way. Uh, early. Pave yeah. the way. Yeah. Like Justin Timberlake and Christina what, Aguilera. Who's your most, who are, like, what's your most proudest moment in this? You know, I like my, uh, come my historic jobs is like, um, like the Justin Timberlake Crime Me a River. What? Because at the time when Justin was dating Britney Spears, and I had to find this, like, Gangsta. they wow. just broke up. I had to find this Britney Spears lookalike. Taking me back. <laughs> Taking me back. And the director was like Francis Lawrence or something. Like, yep. it was like this pretty famous director. And I was like, oh, Gotta man. Right. Like, the producer was like, Fred, I'm really counting on you. I was like, and that was really hard. I was like, okay, blonde girl, you know, in, in Hollywood. It should be that hard. But she had to, like, be this height. She had to have this, like, you know, she had to be able to do this thing. Like, but then I found her, right? Like then I had to find like the new girl, like the, the new hot girl, and I was like, man, and I had to go through all these people, man, like find the new hot girl to replace. Find Britney the Spears. new hot girl, Fred, or Justin girl, Timberlake yeah. in the Crimea River video. <laughs> man, you're iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Goodness gracious. I got her. If you can remember that, you know, yeah. if you remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. You kidding me? And she had to, had to have the convince the girl to get naked in the shower. Yeah. Like she had to be able to like, she had to sign off on a lot of things, you know. Right away. <laughs> Yo, shout out to that girl. Yeah, yeah shout out to that her. Video. Yeah, that like, was, that was, that was So what are some of like the not so good stories that you have about casting? What are the, what are some of the worst moments? I mean, ooh, I just I, mean, I, one, I remember one goosebumps. time I was in uh, Miami doing good. some like Timberland. So it's like the, the videos used to have budgets. Like used to fly me to Miami just to do casting. Like in Miami, like I yep. just like are right, you? you walk <laughs> out of the beach, like are right, you, you, you? You you come on, casting like, awesome. son. I need to become a casting. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, both of you guys, come with me. Come on. But um, 
but there was no structure in Miami for casting. Like, there's I no mean, casting dog, facilities. You throw a lot of shit to the left when you get to Miami. You just be like, you know what? <laughs> I forgot what I had to do. Right, that part too. <laughs> forgot what I had to do. Like, whoa. Like, <laughs> and um, so anyway, we had Funny. to put the word out. Put the, by the time we got the word out, Funny. we had this ballroom at like in Nashville or something. Like about 500 girls showed up. Goodness gracious. Jesus. Bad ones too, huh? All bad, like all in bikinis, all like, and then but like, but there was no waiting room. We were in this ballroom. Oh no! So, so all we, had, like, this little, we had this little screen, like this little flimsy screen, like mm-hmm. a little, you know, the part fake part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. We had one of these screens. They have to picture this. And we had the camera like facing the screen, so that we can have at least a person being able to have an angle, so we could see them on camera dancing and not catch the whole room, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a background, right? And we had to do they come in, dance for a second, move. We had them lined up, system going, right? And then, like, at, at one point, we were picking the hottest ones out the crowd, you know, bringing them to the front, cheating with them. You! Of course. <laughs> you too. Not you. That Not you. You're doing a job. Like, this so is important research. Here. The camera's here. And then, like, the screen is over there, right? So, and so the people are auditioning here. And then behind them is everyone, the waiter is loud. We're trying to tell everyone to shut up. This one girl, right, comes in. And she's hot. She starts like really like getting into it, and like you know dancing with like her. And then she grabs like she grabs the wall like like it's a really a wall and like falls like flat on her oh, face. Oh shit! Oh shit! But then the oh. reveal is like this crowd of people behind her, like, <laughs> oh. like and everyone like busts out laughing. Oh, like, that's terrible. I was like, oh, oh man. man, like we're here, and guys. She was mortified. We're here. Anyway. The dopest stories. Wow. A moment. Goodness gracious. All right, so uh, this one I want to find out. Um, when did you, when were you ever, when were you introduced to cannabis? You know, like maybe like, like as a kid, probably like in, like in DC somewhere in high school, right? Because okay. coming up, like I was, um, I went to like private school. So like, um, I think in high school, Maybe like the twelfth grade, but then like I really Senior. didn't like it. Senior. Yeah, twelfth grade. Wow. He was ready. He was ready. Twelfth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So you started smoking. You started yeah. smoking sweet as and then, a um, it was just senior. More of like um, DC. Experimental thing, and then just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't really have interest in it. You know, it was, it was probably dirt weed anyway in DC. Oh man. Like, yeah. Let's like, not even. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, Seeds, like you, know, you have to like yeah. take the seeds up the, yeah. up the shoe box and have them run down. Like, and then you had to get it from the sketchy cat. <laughs> and, be, right. and you got to go through some shit. I never had to deal with and DC yeah. was dangerous then too. It was like murder capital then. Like you wasn't trying to get a bag, trying to like yeah. cop some weed. Like yeah, DC trying to get a business doing that. You know, <laughs> I just like you know stay. Knock on wood to the brothers out there who smoke weed. I understand weed. why you didn't like it now. Like that all kind of turned me off. Yeah, like, it was like mm, yeah. then when I came to California, then it was like. Culture out here, like, was more geared toward. It's casual. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as fucking strenuous. Like, oh shit, if I smoke, if I hit this nickel bag, I might do three or five. Like, right. it's a whole different mm-hmm. situation it when you was. come west. Yeah. It was very so. nice. and plus, I've been in Jamaica like tons of times. So then, you know, I was introduced to the Jamaican culture of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it became a Jamaican thing, you know? That's what's up. You know, because I've friends over there. Then California came after that, and then uh, people were more, you know, acceptable of it out here. 
I like edibles, you know, mm-hmm. because like I stopped smoking too much because of like I had asthma as a kid, started messing with my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm a runner, on wood. I'm a boxer, so like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I like to like, you know, stay active. I walk a lot, ride my bike a lot and stuff. Yeah. You know, it started like messing with my breathing, you know, where I was like wheezing and stuff. So I'm like, man. I fuck like with that. Yeah. Not mad at that. Edibles is what's up. <laughs> yeah. I like edibles, but I always eat too much. <laughs> well, because you like what you're eating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's like it's not something you're putting out. Like, all right, I know how much of the blunt I smoked or the joint I smoked. You're like, I've ate a cookie, but you're like, shit, I don't feel nothing. Let me eat another one. Yeah. And then that's where they got you. And then you're on your ass, or at least that's what happens to me. I found like when I was like a day-to-day smoker, like uh, like with me, like productivity, like was at a minimum. Like I would think that I was productive when I wasn't. You know, tell them, like, tell them. When I stopped like smoking, <laughs> I opened my casting company. Mm. Like then maybe I start back up, I like get lazy, whatever, like chill, you know, enjoy life, yeah. you know, smile, laugh, you know, yeah. still it's positive things to it too. Like you know, it's not all work, work, work. But then when I stop and open my management company, like because um, it just um, like, it could be my like um, my metabolism or whatever. Like when I'm um, when I do edibles, I'm more in a relaxed state of mind. Yeah. I'm a creative state of mind, but I'm not gonna act. <laughs> Word. Do you uh, do you like indica or sativa based? Like. I like indicas. Yeah. You mentioned boxing too. Huh? What's, that, what's that about boxing? Oh yeah, I mean I box. Um, I boxed as a kid, like you know, in DC coming up for years, I think like seven years. Damn, I didn't even know that. That's Everyone what's up. in DC boxed, you know, really? <laughs> to some yeah, degree. We, could, we couldn't have guns, but we had to be. We had to have hands. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. back up. in the day when you had to have hands. Yeah. Because we can ball, like, and we can box. Because we just like we just came up boxing. Like, you still ball? Nah, not no more. I had to stop that because like I was like, you know, balling for a minute. Like I didn't want to like like go out, you know, you know, too bad. So then I was balling one time with these kids like uh, off of Robertson. Yeah. And man, like this this kid was dribbling like so. I mean, my defense is good. Like I was known for my D. Like. You know, known for my little shots in my in my dimes, right? And so like this motherfucker like did some shit, and then next thing you know, like I'm looking at his I'm looking at his sneakers, like I was like, did you fucking he's already in the air? I was like, oh shit, like I was like, oh, okay, yeah. like I'm good. And they clowns like just running the corner. These boys came on the corner. They just, they, they just, like, they yeah, they gonna let you have it. They gonna let you it have like, it. It's terrible. It man. was like yeah. So I was like, all right. That's it. I'm that's, good. That's a sign. Like, I'm not yeah. going to really... Um, yeah. I'm not trying to nope. be, be pro. I'm not trying to go pro. Uh, 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 no. I wanted to ask you something kind of left left field a little bit. I wanted to find out, like, um, we like spoke about it briefly, but, like, how do you feel about some of the entertainers who are deciding or not deciding to perform for the inauguration? Because a lot of people are getting a lot of backlash for even being public, I don't think the list was even available for a while, but I mean, what did you think of that? I mean, had that crossed your desk or 
Is any any entertainers that you know personally where they conflicted with that? Like, what do you think about that? You know, like, um, like uh, that's a cool question because, like, cr- um, growing up in D.C., like I understood politics like at a very young age. Oh yeah. And, like, you know, like I was immersed in that D.C. you know in that D.C. political culture like my yeah. whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my boy's a congressman. Like, you know, my brother's a judge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so, um, so I know, I know, I understand the political game, right? Yeah. And so then coming to Hollywood, it's the same thing. Hollywood is just politics for entertainment. Word. Where, and then, um, you know, um, in D.C. is politics for government. So, mm-hmm. of course, like, I know how political pressure plays into the game. I mean, like, and everyone's going to have their opinion, but, like, like these people have a career, and, um, you know... I mean, they get booked. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's an agency that is booking these people. I wouldn't have I mean, done it. I wouldn't have done it by, myself. Yeah. And I think that it was a mistake that maybe she did it too because, like, of all the backlash. It's like, you didn't, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and she, <laughs> he means... That, yeah. Yeah. You could have skipped that. Like, yeah. yeah. Skip that one. They killed her on that, bro. Yeah, skip that Ugh. one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they killed you, her on that one. be behind your people. You know? I heard he didn't even say thank you to her. Ooh, well, like there's a there's yeah. I mean, Spike Lee took her from Love Jones musical. Like you know, she's got a lot of backlash. But I mean, political pressure. What do you do? Very real, man. Like these people have to do these things because you know it's hard to get a film done. Like you need money. Yeah. You know, money comes from the banks. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, if you think about it, to each his own, you know what I'm saying? She has her own reasons for doing that. And exactly. like, you know, it's between That's her true. and the people she's dealing with. That's true too. Yeah. I just know that like... Um, I didn't go out there and bad. I didn't go out there and say nothing bad about it, you know? Oh, hell you know no. But at the same time, there are people who, no matter what, just feel like, you know what? You did it for Trump. Fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. They already ready to write her off. <laughs> they don't know. You know... <laughs> But I mean, like she has her own. I don't. I, not to say I agree with it. Oh, dog! Everybody pissed. Sometimes like that. Like, it's more than a check, and I'll just leave it at that. Word. I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood's not about the money; it's about the deal. You know. Ooh, exactly. Bars. Yeah. Let them know. So, what are you working on right now, man? I'm working on um, a new um, film called Con Girls for Warner. Right so, yeah. It's on IMDb now. So like I'm producing it and casting it. Oh, so that's it's my first like producing gig. Can you tell us anything about it? Like anything cool? Well, Con Girls is about like these um like these these four girls all different nationalities. And they're all con artists. So like you know, like <laughs> there's, there's art theft, you know, one Great. does like credit card Great. scams, you know, one does scammers. One, Shout like, out to the scammers. Does, like steals like exotic cars and chops them. Goodness like, gracious. You know, so they all like, you know, take down these people, right? And um, so they don't really like, they know they know of each other, but they don't really like each other. But like they polarize. <laughs> Sound like day. the Bad Girls Club. Right? <laughs> they all hang out at this one bar. Yeah. So, okay. And so like the bartender knows all of them, you know, you know, you know they get with a wink, you know, he knows who they are. Yeah. And so um, at one point, one of them's like daughter gets like kidnapped into like um, child slavery or whatever, and then uh, so they all come together to take down this big bad guy. Damn. 
Yeah, that's their first time working together. So they don't really like each other, but they come together to, to save one of those uh, little sisters. Some cats are the girls, little sister, the bartender, the bad guy, villain. So I'm attaching people to them. Hell yeah. What's up, man? Well, shout out to that project. Um, at the like, where can where can people find you at um, if they want to kind of find out about casting or like to get booked or just well, see I'm your on movement? Instagram, like a visionary casting, you know. Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you know, super groovy dude. I mean, like everybody know you, man. Blessed to have you on. Of Lossy Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>